Okay, uh, a motion is going to city council this week that could make it a requirement for business owners to actually have to clean up the cigarette butts outside of their restaurants. Councilor Anna Bylow's motion, entitled Keep Our Streets Clean from Cigarette Butt Litter, is being brought forward on Wednesday. And these new regulations could see some pretty stiff penalties for restaurants who fail to keep their patios and I guess uh, the front of the establishment uh, clean, litter, uh, litter free and clean of cigarette butts. And City Councilor Anna Bylow joins us now with more here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Councilor Bylow, uh, good afternoon and thanks as always for your time. Thank you. All right. This has been, I think, a pet peeve of many. Uh, smokers not properly disposing of their butts. But I'm just wondering, uh, how did this get on your or the city's uh, radar? So uh, I think it's been the pet peeve of many, many councillors as well. And uh, I think at this time of the year when the snow starts melting and you start walking through our main streets, uh, I think it uh, infuriates many in the city, including many of us. And so I thought uh, by speaking with some of my colleagues that maybe this would be a good time to bring this again. Um, It has been brought up and we haven't had action from staff and every time uh, a new council term starts. We, if the motions haven't been acted on from previous terms, we have to bring it back. So uh, I decided that this would be a good opportunity to to bring back. And this is about you know everyone playing a little role in having a cleaner city and and disposing of these these things in a proper way. That's the way I see it. Yeah, and it's kind of about respect, isn't it? Respect for your city, respect uh, for others to Absolutely. basically clean up after yourself. Absolutely. We have a public uh, education campaign going on right now. Uh, the city does, and actually, actually educating people that that our garbage uh, receptacles on the public realm, on the sidewalks, do have a compartment for cigarette butts. But a lot of people haven't noticed, to be honest with you. So when I tell uh, many people out on the street, uh, they look at me with this puzzled face. So we have a public awareness campaign going on. But we do know as well that there's certain establishments, there's certain areas of the city that have, uh, that people congregate to, to smoke. And I think it's just appropriate that that we have some ashtrays outside of these establishments so people can dispose properly of the cigarette butts. And a lot of these establishments I've talked to, they even say, you know, I wouldn't mind putting something out there, but because it gets on public realm, they kind of need to have the authorization from the city. So I said, okay, it's time that we get our act together, everybody, and that we do this properly and that we work with business to get this done. Okay, should you, you talk about working uh, with business, but uh, should business be held uh, responsible? Because I'm sure some restaurateurs, uh, they're likely to say that, uh, listen, this isn't us. We can't be held responsible for what our customers do when they leave the premises, when they're essentially uh, on the outside. So uh, do you think that restaurateurs, they should be the ones held ultimately responsible? You know what? They're, most, of the, most of the time, they're just outside their establishment. And, you know, this is people can't smoke inside. They come out, they go back inside. Uh, and I think it, it, this would be something that works for them and, and, and the city because, you know, you want to have your establishment in an area that is clean, that people want to feel like walking around, that people can come out and, 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 and see a clean sidewalk. And giving them the authorization and requesting them to, if that's the case, to put uh, an, an ashtray outside their establishment, um, I think a lot of them will be okay with it. And I think that it's all of us. It's, it's the city's responsibility. We, we continue to have the responsibility to 
to also clean the sidewalk, to have, you know, our uh, garbage receptacles available so that they have a compartment uh, and to educate people. The smoker has a responsibility to look for a place of dispose of, to dispose of these things properly. And if there is a business that has a very high concentration that people at, a, at certain times come out, why not make sure that they have something available for them to properly dispose of this so that they don't have to throw it out on the floor? All right, just finally, what is the remedy here? Are we looking at uh, possible fines to restaurants or businesses who fail to comply if this goes through? Um, I would like to have this attached to their business license. So in order to operate a business, when you you come in for a business license, there's a set of criteria that you acknowledge and that you agree to fulfill, right? The way you dispose your garbage, the hours of operation. So you agree to provide something that that people can can have these cigarette butts and to clean up after, after, you know, to take away that that garbage as well so uh, i would like to to see it i mean i'm asking staff to consider it um you know they're the experts they're the ones that do these licensings and and work on these things so um this was an idea that we put on the table and we're looking forward to hearing from staff which will be most likely uh have a consultations with business and and with residents of toronto making sure that uh that would that we do this properly but you know, it, it is like you st- when you started, you said it. It is a pep- like people get so bothered, especially now when you see all the snow melting and tons and tons of especially cigarette butts all over the place. And a lot of people think, oh, you know, these, these things are uh, biodegradable and they'll get go. It's not. They're actually made of plastic. They end up in our lake. And it's it's very it's it, it's very bad, and they take a long time to decompose. And so, um, well, that, I, that's I a good point. So, having said that, do you feel like fines would be necessary for those that do not uh, comply? Would you be in favor of that, uh, considering that uh, you're absolutely right? Some of this could end up, uh, you know, in the lake, in our water system, in our streams. Uh, like I said, I think that we should start by uh, on a collaborative tone, and hopefully that uh, that they'll uh, they they address this with. If it's become too much of an issue, that we can also you know when we're reviewing business licenses get reviewed, uh, and if uh, if a business is not a good neighbor and and doesn't do this the same way that they take care of their garbage and everything else, there's ways to deal with this, and I think this should be included in, in some of the things that they need to address. And if they're not doing their job properly, the city will consider uh, their business license. All right. On another issue, also one that caught our attention to be debated at City Hall, is this issue of uh, renters and uh, two front doors. Uh, Can you explain for us, Councillor Bilo, exactly uh, what is the issue there? So that was debated last council meeting, and this was because the city was reviewing the secondary suites. So we are making it easier for people to have secondary suites. And what's a secondary suite? It could be a basement apartment. It could be an apartment on your second floor. Um, It's a, a, a suite that is a bit smaller than your main suite. So it's a rental income for the homeowner. A lot of people, especially mostly in the old city of Toronto, where you have a lot of attached homes or semi-detached that doesn't have the big side entrances or the opportunity to have the back entrances to, for example, a basement apartment, lots of us have uh, front entrances, right? So you see the entrances to your basement. Um, And even in North York and so on, there's already a lot of you know, the side to the, the door to your basement and the door to the top, to the, the top unit. Um, but for people to get that, they have to apply to Committee of Adjustment, pay, you know, $5,000 if that's the only, even, even if that's the only variance that they would have. And we know that there's thousands and thousands of units out there, and, and we want to incentivize people to create more rental units. And we know that homeowners could use that income because properties are so expensive. 
And so we're trying to make it easier. And we thought that making that not being a, a variance that you have to come to Committee of Adjustments to get a variance, which most of the times a lot of people end up doing because you can see these all over the city, uh, we thought it would be um, uh, appropriate not to have it as a variance but have it as a right. But uh, that didn't quite work. Uh, that way, and um, the, those know, that have issue with it, counselor, is it uh, simply a matter of aesthetics that some in the neighborhood don't like uh, the look of a couple of front doors? Yep. that's that's uh, a lot of a lot of um, what I heard was to maintain the character of our neighborhoods, and um, I, I do think that the character of our neighborhoods already includes a lot of these. Um, in in certain neighborhoods, it doesn't because the lots are a lot bigger. And so, you know, there's lots of neighborhoods, that, yes, that they might not have it because they usually can get it through the side door or through the uh, through the back. The lots are a lot larger. They have, you know, most of the time side driveways and people opt. And actually the houses from even, you know, back when they were built in the 60s and the 60s already had those kinds of entrances on the side of the house. Yeah, but some uh, are claiming that's a bit of a dignity issue that just because you're a renter, you shouldn't have to be forced to kind of go around to the back into the backyard to get into your home. I th- you know what it is as well. It's it this this we know that this increases the rental stock. We know that this creates rental units, and uh, some some people do say that you know this is a way to actually um, go against that, uh, which which I think is is not the 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 way to do this. We 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 really need that rental stock, and homeowners really need that income. And I think that we need to. Uh, do it in a in in a way that I think is gentle and appropriate, and I think that that would maintain that. I don't think that um, having a door to go to your basement in the front of your house would jeopardize the character of our neighborhoods. Our neighborhoods are, you know, uh, a mixture. Um, you know, for example, you have houses in a, in 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 North York that have three garages. That's not the character. Three garage doors in their front. That we don't have that in downtown Toronto. Am I not going to allow that and 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 have all kinds of variances? You know, the characters of, of our neighborhoods are 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 fluid, and these things exist already. And I do think that it would have been appropriate because um, we do need the rental stock, and uh, and we have to look at these things as the opportunity to create the housing that we need a lot faster. All right, I got to leave it there, City Councillor Anna Bylaw, with us this afternoon. Councillor, again, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Thank you.